the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. David Anderson, senior pastor and founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. And I am so glad that you are tuned in now to our new special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're going to hear conversations from recent talks where I've connected with radio listeners just like you to help them build bridges of reconciliation, race, religion, relationships. Are you ready? Let's get started. All right, let's go to La Plata, Maryland, and talk to David, on who's on the line. Hi, David. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, my goodness. I'm, uh, I'm better than I should be, but it's a Monday, and we're talking about marriage, so I'm, I'm smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> what about you? How can I serve you today? Well, I guess I'm just looking for some encouragement and some direction. I've got a – my wife has had a – lesbian relationship for over a year now she swears that she's not talking to this person anymore but i still see evidence of her communicating with this person so Mm. i'm just struggling in and out of you know good thoughts and bad thoughts all the time well my brother that's a big problem i'm so sorry to hear it it's basically adultery whether it's with a male or female so it is adultery um has she repented of that adultery uh, first of all i i don't not really to me, no. I don't. I don't like how? So. How do you know that she's in this? Have you caught her? Did you confront her? Did she come I, to you? I see communications on her phone and via internet and all that stuff. So I know, and I did catch her. You know, with this woman, she left and spent time with her. You know, it's it's, it's been, you know, it's definitely it happened. So, well, have you confronted her about it? Oh yeah, it's. It's been confronted. Everything's been brought out. Uh, Does she agree? Like she she said she doesn't. What's that? Did she admit it? Did she agree that she was sleeping with this other yeah, person? Yeah, she she has admitted. Okay. She's admitted it that she did have a relationship with this person. Okay. Did she say that she yeah. was going to stop it and be committed to you only again? Um, she said she doesn't want to leave me, but she still. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. She just is she sneaking. I think she's telling me what she wants me to hear. Sure. Then she goes after I'm gone. She goes and does what she wants. To well, do. that's what I wanted to know. Is she sneaking around with this girl, or is she just kind of openly saying, "Look, this is my girlfriend. We're hanging out." And I uh, think it it used to be open, and now she's sneaking around. So. Uh huh. So what are you going to do about it, David? I don't know what to do about it. I've tried to go with, you know, the Lord hates divorce. So I've tried to stay in a committed relationship and pray about it. And that's where I'm at. I'm, yeah. I'm praying daily about it and mm-hmm. hoping that things get better. Do you have a Do you have a pastor that you can talk to or a counselor that you can talk to? I've I've spoken with pastors before, mm-hmm. and I have good friends that I communicate with. So I, see. I do have some some support so well that's good i you know again i would uh um, first of all sit with a counselor and talk this one through 
even as a married couple. And if she is still committed to this lesbian relationship, you've really got to make a decision on whether you're going to allow this to continue to happen. I I wouldn't allow it to continue to happen um, because, you know, you can't sit around and say God hates divorce, but he loves adultery. So keep doing it. And I'm going to be okay with it for the next 20 years of your life. That's ridiculous. You've got to, you've got to either say, she's, I got to say, Hey, look, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to work on this marriage and I'm sorry it happened. And let's work on the marriage and let's work on what's going on with me uh, individually. uh, Or, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm gay. I'm a lesbian. I'm not committed to you anymore. I'd rather be with her. And then you need to get your life straight. And I hate to say it. I mean, I'm, I hate and I never tell anyone to get a divorce. I never tell anyone to get married. I just try to give wisdom along the way. And you've got to figure it out. Right. Okay. Am I going to stay in a marriage where my spouse is uh regularly committing adultery and won't stop as opposed to maybe falling here or there, but they really want to get it right. And they're sorry. But if there's none of that and it's just like, Hey, yo, uh, this is what I do. You know, how long are you going to, how long are you going to take, how long are you going to take that? You know, Um, but only you can make those decisions. You know, again, I'm not telling you to divorce your wife, uh, but only you can make those decisions. But I think you need a counselor to talk it through, walk it through, because it's a lonely life, too, to 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 be in a marriage all these years and then just kind of give it up. You want to fight for your marriage. You know, I mean, it's been 26 years. Yeah. So you want to fight for this thing. Yeah. you know, but when it's it's hard when you're fighting uh, with a spouse who's sleeping with the same sex, you know. And so something yeah. something happened there. It probably wasn't 26 years of adultery. It's probably uh, something turned, something happened um, through a friendship, and then she got turned on. So then the question becomes, where do you go from here? And I think you need to sit down with a Christian counselor right. and talk it through because you don't want to make a rash decision. But you need to talk it through. But at this point, you are the innocent party and you're being victimized by by her behavior. Right. So it's a tough it's a tough decision, David. I'm sorry that you have to walk this road. Well, no, I appreciate your uh, your thoughts and, and your wisdom. So, yeah. Have you talked now? Let I'm me ask you a question. Continue to pray about it. And let me ask you a question. If she was sleeping with another dude. What would you do? Uh, I, it's pretty much obvious. Yeah, I would be. Look, it's either got to stop or it's over. So right. So why are we and, treating this one any different? Or uh, how if the dude? How uh, if you knew the dude? You probably know the woman. How if you knew the dude? What would you say to the, to the dude? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I told the the woman. I spoke there and I told her. I said, "You're evil. You're the devil." I mean, you know, you got to get out of my my life. So. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to do what it takes to get, you know, just think of her like a man. And what would you do if it was a man, you know, and then think of your wife as your wife. And if you can't win your wife back, then surely don't reward your wife by letting her use your credit cards, letting her use the, uh, you know, uh, your car. I mean, does she, is she the one that makes the money in that relationship? No, I, I, she doesn't work. So I excellent. I do, you know, Take I all the money away. I'm sorry. You want to sleep with her? Let her pay for your pay for your light bill, your heat bill, your groceries, your car. Let her pay for your clothes. If you want to be with her, let her pay for it. Give me the credit cards. Give me the car keys. Right. Uh, I bought that car. You know, I'm saying you're rewarding her, and she doesn't work, and she's working you over. Come on, David. Right. 
it's time to step I up gotta, and be a man. And the reason I say be a make, man is because she's decisions. probably right. trying to make you feel like you're not a man. And then it's messing with your head because she's with a woman. If it was another guy, you'd kind of like man up and be like, oh, no. But because it's a woman, I think it's kind of making you kind of feel like, okay, maybe I have to deal with this a little differently. No, you need to deal with this like a woman who is taking advantage of you. Yes. That's my two cents. I, now I'm getting all hot and excited. But you understand well, my point, right? No. <laughs> I I do thank you and appreciate your, your advice. So. All right, my brother. God I bl- like listening to your show, and God bless you. Thank yeah. you so much. Bless you back, brother, and we need to be keeping you in prayer, okay? All right. Thank you all so right. much. God bless you. Uh, let's go to uh, Rick, who's in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. Hey, Rick, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Good, good. Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Here's my situation. I have been married numerous times. I'm going on uh, six times. Okay. And and um, I have known that I've come to know the Lord and all that. And I don't want, of course, I don't want to keep going on this and all this. However, due to this, you know, six time being married, all, you know, and a whole bunch of other relationships in between. Right. I've got like uh, the the people I love. Don't want to now. I'm in a serious relationship. <laughs> don't want to accept that I'm in a serious relationship. And, and you're surprised? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. Okay. However, you know, like uh, basically, uh, the person I love, you know, besides you know her, you know, my family side, like my sister, you know, she just doesn't want to give her a chance. Of course, she doesn't. Because every time you got rid of the other spouse for whatever reason, or they got rid of you, or they passed away, you got to realize that your sister lost somebody too. So why get close to number seven when number seven may be I gone gone in five years or three years? It's hard to keep opening yourself uh-huh. up uh, to somebody and then they're gone. So I'm not even going to open myself up to number seven until seven's been around about seven years. Uh-huh. Makes okay. sense? Okay. You know what? I never looked at it that way. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not just about you. you. Know, I mean, that's a lot of relationships, and that's a lot of money, too, dude. What's up with six of them? Tell me a few of them died, at least. <laughs> Tell me. No, Tell none. Me. And actually, the, the kind of like the last one is Lord. through her, I came, to, I came to Christ. Oh, wow. Well, praise the Lord for that. It took the six, yeah. It that's the only the, good part about it. It took the sixth wife to share the Lord with you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess number you know, number however, seven a benefit is number seven a Christian. Uh, yes, she is. Okay. All right. And she's yes, she's you know and okay. She's fully knowledgeable you know, that you. The, she's knowledgeable. You've been married six times before, right? Correct. Yes. As long as you make this one your last one, brother, unless she, unless she dies, this one needs to be under the covering of a pastor of the Holy Spirit of the Scriptures. Get premarital counseling. This needs to be your last one. After seven, you don't you don't get any more. This is it for you, man. <laughs> right, right. And you know, at our age, you know, we're both we're both sixty four. You better so, make it to the end on this, this one. Def- 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm exactly. going to come through the radio waves and choke you <laughs> in the name of Jesus, though. I promise you. <laughs> you are a man of much. God, well, thank you. God must love you, dude, because there are a lot of people trying to just get one marriage and uh, and uh, get one woman or one man. And you done had seven. I don't know. It's, it's like nine lives or something. You better make this one work. OK, Rick? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, thank brother. you for your advice. You you, thank you very much. You got it, my friend. Take care. It's been all men so far in the first half of the show. Let's see if the ladies have any problems. Feel free to give me a call. Uh, but, gentlemen, I'm encouraged that you are calling and uh, that you do want to try to fix these things going on uh, in your marriage. On my Facebook Live, someone uh, disagreed with my advice to uh, the husband in La Plata with the wife who is having a lesbian relationship. I, I see what you're saying. You know, God's love is unconditional, Corin. Um, but at what point do you say, I love you, but I'm not going to enable your behavior? And if you're going to continue to uh, commit adultery, uh, and not uh, repent of it, at what point uh, do you just uh, say, you know what, just keep doing that. I'll just stay at home and here, use my credit cards. Go ahead. No, I think at some point you just got to say, you know what, I love you unconditionally, but I'm not going to enable that behavior forever. So, uh, But, uh, you know, this is where we need the spirit of God because every marriage is different. Every person is different. So, Corin, I'm with you on Facebook so far as just trying to figure out, God, what do you want this man to do uh, whose wife is doing this? All right, let's go to Baltimore. Robert's on the line. Hey, Robert, how you doing? Hey, doctor, how you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking a whole lot right now. <laughs> hmm. uh, I just got a question. Actually, it's twofold. Can you kind of, if you have time, to break down what it means by being unequally yoked? Okay. Even if you are, even if you are a believer. Mm-hmm. And you're married to somebody that may be kind of different in a way where you're you know, where you're calling. Let's see, what God called me is, to, you know, to be a minister. Okay. You know, and I'm not, I, I believe he might call me the pastor one day. I, I'm not, I'm still seeking the Lord on that. Okay. But um, my, my wife, she's extremely sick, man. And, and at times she, she, she gets on me about going to church as opposed to staying home with her. Mm-hmm. And that's where the conflict rises. Mm. You know, whether I should be at church or I should be home with my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been having this issue for five years, and it's really bothered me. Gotcha. And um, I, I did talk to my pastor about that. And um, he said, well, you should be home, but the, the tone that I get in the sounds different than what's coming out. Mm. You know, and I, I'm really, really, you know, at odds with this issue. Right. You know, whether I need, should I be with my wife or should I be in my place of worship assisting my pastor while my wife is sick? Yeah, so she's sick? Oh, yeah. What do you oh, mean? Yeah. What do you mean she's sick? Well, she's got health issues. She's got some, some, some health problems. Mm-hmm. And are you the and, only, and only it, one that it, can it, help it, her? Yeah, basically. Yep. Yeah, you, you need to be with her, brother. You need to be with her. Uh, I mean, doesn't mean you can't get out sometimes. Uh, but if she has a problem with you being in church every day, I, I mean... Your wife is your first ministry, and it's going to be hard for you to be out there ministering to all these people, uh, and your wife is at home sick. You know, it'd be different if she wasn't sick at home, and she's just like, honey, I need more of your time. You know, uh, give me three nights a week, and you can have four nights a week. I mean, we got to have those kinds of uh, compromises, right? But if your wife is literally sick and she needs your help, 
Uh, you need to be at her side helping her and serving her. That's what it means to love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So you need to give the ministry up for her. And I know that's tough to hear, but this is why you've been fighting for four years and God will give you your ministry back. He can't give you your wife back once she's gone. So ministry will always be there. And can I tell you as a pastor and as a minister, uh, people will suck all of the juice out of you and leave you behind and not even think of you again and move on to another church and suck all the life out of that pastor and out of that ministry. And they'll just keep moving, getting as much word, as much love and as much ministry as they can get out of you. Uh, and, and a lot of them won't even, they won't pay their tithes. They won't come and visit you if you're sick, but they'll just move on and they will use you up and keep moving on and, and do all that while your wife is sitting on the bed somewhere sick and you're going to be, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old, uh, without your wife, uh, and, and without anybody else there thanking you for ministering to them because they've moved on. So you made your first commitment to her. Uh, Stick with her. God will always give you a ministry back. And here's the thing. People are always going to need you to minister to them. So, But God has created so many other ministers to serve them. He only created one husband to serve your wife. Amen. So, Amen. Take that. I, that, that was a struggle. And I did go to the Lord with that, man. It bothered me so much. I went to the Lord with that. Mm-hmm. Well, you got my word on it. You know, you want it real talk. Uh, take it before the Lord. Take what I said. Sit on that thing. And uh, I, I tell you what, God will bless you if you serve her, okay? Okay. All right, my brother. God bless you. Hey, let's go to Columbia, Maryland, and talk to Angie, who's on the line. Hi, Angie. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for the great work you do and for taking my call. My pleasure. How can I serve you today? Uh, three questions. The first one, is it okay for a married woman to go to a male masseuse? Is it okay for a married woman to go to a male masseuse? Yes, it is okay. Yes. Yep. I mean, you still got to watch yourself. Okay. You got to you got to be uh, careful. But listen, if you got a 75-year-old uh, male masseuse uh, or even a 35-year-old male masseuse, if he's professional and if it's a pro- in a professional environment, I think it's fine. If you ever feel uncomfortable, then then don't do it. Uh, per- personally, you know, every- everybody's a little different. My wife doesn't want anybody touching her. And uh, if I can be walking on the streets of Philadelphia and see a person that can do a foot massage for me, uh, I'll be right there in a moment. So it's just going to depend who it is. But I feel kind of weird, to be honest with you, Angie, having a guy give me a foot massage. So I won't do it if it's a guy. If it's a girl, I'm good with it. If it's a guy, I just like, and it's my, so it's my own, it's my own issue. So can you have a guy? Sure. If you feel comfortable with, but if you don't feel comfortable or if your spouse doesn't feel comfortable, then I wouldn't do it. Understand? Yes. Yes. So that's my opinion. Question number one. What's question number two? Thank you. Uh, I think my spouse is under spiritual attack and he's struggling with an addiction. How can I help him as far as the spiritual attack? Give me more. What are you talk? What are you talking about? You say an addiction. What are you talking about? Porn? You're talking about drugs? What are you talking about? Drugs. 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 Okay. Okay. And yeah. is it in the open or is it uh, secretive? And you've discovered it. Uh, he confessed it to me about two years ago. Okay. Uh, so it's out in the open now, but okay. um, Good. I can see when he's trying to change. There's. 
there's things that come along the way where both of us are like, hmm, how did that happen? Where it it kind of makes things easier to or the, yeah. the circumstances so that for him to actually use, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. So in other it's words, always it's always trying a, to stop then those things happen. And it makes me wonder if he is under spiritual attack. Understand. Well, very, very well may be. What kind of drug is he addicted to? Is it marijuana? Is it more like an opioid? It's cocaine. Oh, that's even worse because that like is, is a very high uh, for feeling drug. It's hard to get off of. Uh, and so he, what he needs more than anything else, yes, it's a, it could be a spiritual attack. Yes, you need to pray for him, and yes, you need to support him. Got that. But so far as dealing with that particular drug, he actually needs to be in some kind of program that can really help him get off of it because it, it gets you real high real quick, and when you're down, you want some more. It's very addictive. Is he in any kind of program that could help him? No, he's... He talks about it, but I haven't seen him make that move yet. So one of the things that you can do to help then is to research three or four in your area groups or resources that can help him and provide that information because he might be thinking, yeah, I want to do that someday. I want to do that someday. But if it's not on the calendar, if he doesn't have a place to go, it'll always be someday. I'll get there. But if you have two or three options, honey, on Friday night, this group meets on Mondays. Uh, there's something over here on Wednesdays. There's something over here. Tell me which one you want to go to. Now it puts it in front of him. Now he actually has a choice to make as opposed to an idea of a choice. Yeah, I need to do that sometime. That's the idea of a choice. But what you want to do is take it out of an idea and put it into an implementation by giving him two or three choices to do it. So you're asking as a spouse how you can help. That may be one practical thing you can do. What do you think about that? That sounds good. Um, we talked about a few places in the past, but it just he never enrolled, so I right. just dropped the subject. Yeah, usually I want so, the usually I want the person to do it on their own. Uh, like if it's a man and woman going to counseling, I'll tell the guy you need to go do it. In this case, because it's an addiction, I think that you can go the extra mile and find out where it is, when it meets and then provide the choices and the options to him so he has to make a choice. Do you want to go at 10 o'clock or 2 (laughs) o'clock? Do you want to go on Monday or you want to go on Thursday? Which one? you got to almost put that in front of him to do. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that again. I've I've emailed him, texted him all the the meetings, times. But I'll I'll try it again, and this time just say, which one do you want to go to? Exactly. Just like maybe I'll get a response. Hey, that's what happens in sales. You know, our our, our company is going to be in your area uh, in in Columbia, Maryland, and I want to know what time you want to meet with them. Ten o'clock or two o'clock. That's how we do it in sales. That's how I used to do it when I was a sales guy before the church, uh, before I started the church. I think it's the same thing here. Instead of saying, hey, here's a menu of things you can go to, uh, and it's on you. Now say, hey, we got 10 o'clock or 2 o'clock on Tuesday. Which one are you going to? Okay. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. And my last question, if you could please say a prayer for us, because this is a very difficult struggle. I'm sure it is. And also uh, get some, get a couple sisters if you don't already have them that can walk with you during your struggles. People you can talk to and pray with. Do you have that? If you could, if you could recommend that for me, I don't, I didn't know how to ask or who to ask for that. Gotcha. Okay. Well, a couple of things. First of all, you are in Columbia, Maryland. Have you visited my church, Bridgeway Community Church, yet? 
Yes, yes. Okay. So what I want you to do is come back to Bridgeway, stop by the information table and tell them, ask them, say, how can I get some help here? And let them recommend someone to you, okay? Okay. Let me pr- Let me pray for you now. Lord Jesus, we lift up. Angie from Columbia, Maryland, whatever it is she's going through, Lord, and whatever the sources of the issues are, we pray that you would expose them and give her the help she needs. Give her the strength she needs as she's dealing with an addictive husband. Uh, and then, Lord, even a spiritual attack that may be coming against her, her or her marriage or her family or her health, I pray that you, the, the armor of God on top of her so that these darts from the enemy will not penetrate her household. Give her strength from the inside out. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you, Angie. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. All right, take care. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I for grace you by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to amazon.com. I for grace you get freedom today. This is rich Becker, producer of real talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of real talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you join us at Bridgeway in our Performing Arts Theater in Columbia, Maryland, for one of our three identical Sunday services at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. We hope to see you tomorrow at church. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.